to Today on Broadway for Monday, July 15th, 2019. I'm Broadway World's Matt Tamanini. And I'm arts and culture writer Ashley Steves. Ashley, how was your Bastille Day? What did you do to celebrate? Oh, I did so many French-related things. <laughs> um, and did you <laughs> remind everybody that you saw at the dog park and put Kipsy? Did you remind them that Les Miserables is not actually about the French Revolution? It's about the student revolts that happened later... <laughs> The, the lame is not about the French Revolution. Oh man, yeah, everyone was fascinated. All six dogs and their owners were fascinated. I'm to sure. Lame is the steel day. Wee oui, wee, oui, they barked. Yeah, um, exactly. Uh, <laughs> okay, so uh, over the weekend to celebrate the escaped convicts from the Bastille prison, yeah, um, I released an episode of Tell Me More as we talked about on Friday with the wonderful actor Alan Tudyk. Yes, just one of those people that you know from everything and actually actually he has a ton of theater experience as well he was a replacement lancelot and spam a lot on broadway but he also did the prelude to a kiss revival on broadway about a uh, 12 years ago a ton of off-broadway stuff as well uh, he was in epic proportions back in 1999 on broadway uh just a a, a theater guy who's become a fairly well-known character actor in la and now of course he's doing some theater at the Geffen Playhouse in Mysterious Circumstances, which we talked about. I'm really hoping that there's a life for after the L.A. run, whether it's with Alan or not, because as we said, yeah. he's got two big TV shows he's getting ready to shoot. A busy uh, man. Coming up, busy man. But it sounds fascinating. It was a great conversation. And of course, we discussed yardsticks. Yeah. So <laughs> you got to love that. Yeah. Uh, Good stuff. Yeah. And then on Sunday, James, Peter, and Jenna Tessa Fox talked about the blackout, of course, which we're going to get to, mm -hmm. uh, as well as Encore's Off Center's Promenade, Promenade. Still don't know, don't care. Um, no, I do wow. care. No, I do care. I mean, <laughs> everyone write to Matt. Oh, trust me. Uh <laughs> I, we, we we abide by the Maximu rules. We do the best we can. If we mispronounce things, we do it with love. But we live in a an online society where no one actually talks to anybody anymore, so pronunciations yeah. don't really matter. Um, love, anyway. love, and ignorance. Yes, exactly. That's <laughs> that's going to be the title of my memoir. <laughs> yeah, um, anyway, <laughs> they, they also discussed the strange loop at Playwrights Horizons, as well as the Secret Life of Bees Atlantic Theater Company, as well as some other productions around the city. Um, so take a listen to those things in the show notes. <laughs> But Ashley, we mentioned it. The big story happened on Saturday night. Of course, Saturday nights on Broadway are yeah. always special and a bit crazy. But this past Saturday was extra wacky as at 6.47 p.m. Eastern Time, a power failure shut down all electricity from 72nd Street to the West 40s and from 5th Avenue to the Hudson River. This included a bunch of Broadway theaters as well as traffic lights and elevators and trains. Imagine how exciting that was. This blackout actually came on the 42nd anniversary of the 1977 blackout that happened to coincide with the Son of Sam murders. He's back. So good good memories there. Yeah, good memories for all the uh, longtime New Yorkers. A succession of lightning strokes knocked out three pairs of power importing high-voltage lines north of New York City and precipitated the blackout. Back here in 2019, mm -hmm. over 73,000 customers were without power for at least three hours, mainly on the west side, 
but that included nearly all Broadway houses. The only four theaters that were not impacted were the ones east of Broadway around 7th Avenue, the Winter Garden, Hudson, Lyceum, and Stephen Sondheim. Coincidentally, or not, or maybe we figured out the Son of Sam murder somehow, all four of those houses were presenting <laughs> shows that start with the letter B. Of course, Beetlejuice burned this be more chill and beautiful. I, I'm not saying that there's some sort of conspiracy theory here, but I'm also not not saying that, Ashley. I've already got my uh, beautiful mind <laughs> slash It's Always Sunny in yes, Philadelphia <laughs> board up on the wall going. Either that yeah. or the thing from uh, Winona Ryder at the Emmys with Stranger Things where she's looking around <laughs> very confused. Um, but yes. Con Edison has apologized for the outage, but has not done much to explain it as of yet. However, almost from the moment that it happened, there were online reports of multiple Transformers blowing. That is likely the case because terrorism and a cyber attack have been officially ruled out. Obviously, if you had a ticket to a Broadway show that ended up being canceled, whether it was actually Broadway or off-Broadway, Carnegie Hall, Madison Square Garden, a bunch of other places canceled performances as well. Make sure to contact your point of purchase or the theater box office for your refund or exchange options. Now, Ashley, obviously that sucks for all of those people that were trying to go to a show, yeah. especially for the folks that were coming from out of town and don't necessarily have the opportunity yeah. to reschedule. But there was a bit of fun for theater goers nonetheless, as in a lot of cases, casts came out to the streets to serenade their evacuated audiences. We've got some videos from Come From Away, Town, Waitress, and more. Um, I believe the uh, Rock of Ages cast up at New World Stages did as well. Um, yeah. So some very cool yep. stuff. Fortunately power was restored and everything got back to normal on Sunday and I haven't seen any reports of blackout related injuries so while I can't imagine what a massive mess Midtown was on Saturday night it seems like for the mm -hmm. most part other than missing shows it was a pretty good story and kind of a fun experience it seemed like not that it you know having to trek across the island of Manhattan was was great but it you know people seem to be having some fun with it uh, yeah to be fair it's never fun to trek exactly. across Manhattan there's also those great videos of when the lights came back on, people like walking across the street and celebrating. Yes. Like, that was fun. Um, it's a good story, if, yes. even if it wasn't fun to go through. But there was one bad-ish story, Ashley, and that happened over the Minskoff Theater, where apparently, due to the blackout, the backstage area for the Lion King suffered a flood, damaging a number of costumes, including those of Rafiki and Mufasa. <laughs> Before the show, former Tell Me More guest L. Steven Taylor came out to explain why certain characters, himself included, would be wearing all black other than their headpieces, but they went forward with the show nonetheless. And considering all that could have gone wrong in a large swath of Manhattan without power, Ashley, if this is yeah. the worst that it is, and uh, again, uh, hopefully there wasn't anything worse that we haven't heard about yet, this obviously isn't that bad. I've never been so happy to not be in the city this weekend. Yeah. <laughs> I, I I can't imagine. But like you said, there weren't been any reported injuries or anything that seemingly went worse. I actually watched the 11 o'clock news last night. I think it was NBC's. And they were having to broadcast out of the Telemundo studios in New Jersey. It was oh, just wow. very, very surreal. Yeah. I know that there were people, there were reports of people stuck in elevators, stuck in trains. They did get the trains yeah. to stations fairly quickly, fortunately. But I did hear that people had to be rescued from elevators that were stuck in between floors. Yeah. Firefighters were all over the place. That is terrifying. My nightmare. Yeah. Um, but uh, I, I don't believe that there's been any major 
uh, injuries or, or deaths or anything. So that's very, very fortunate considering all of the craziness that could have happened in Manhattan. A very large inconvenience is basically what it was. And it was nice to see, you know, New Yorkers actually helping each other. We're a very innovative city of people just regular citizens directing traffic while the NYPD was responding to whatever emergencies there were besides, you know, the large blackout. Yeah. Well, let's move on to this week's theatrical schedule. It's still fairly slow going during the summer, but tonight at Lincoln Center, we will be seeing the opening night for the off-Broadway production in the New York premiere of The Rolling Stone by Chris Irk. Directed by Sahim Ali, the show stars Ato Blankinson-Wood, LaToya Edwards, James Udom, Myra Lucretia Taylor, and more. The show is currently slated to run through August 25th and is set in Uganda. And the show is described as an intimate yet explosive family drama about two brothers at odds. One, a gay man in a clandestine relationship, and the other, a church pastor who fervently rails against the life his brother is forced to conceal. Then tomorrow night at the Delacorte Theater, the Shakespeare in a Park production of Coriolanus will begin performances, starring the fan-freaking-tastic Kate Burton and Jonathan Cake. The show is set to play Central Park through August 11th. The production is directed by Daniel Sullivan, and this modern-day version of the political drama will be the first production of the play via Shakespeare in the Park since back in 1979, so very exciting there. Next, on Thursday night, over at MCC's new off-Broadway space, we have the opening night for the world premiere production of Haley Pfeiffer's play Moscow, 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 Moscow. Starring Stephen Boyer, Tavi Gevinson, Sass Goldberg, Rebecca Henderson, Greg Hildreth, Chris Perfetti, and more, this modern take on Three Sisters is directed by Trip Coleman and is scheduled to run through August 3rd. Then finally, on Sunday, we have a pair of closings, kind of. Um, first, we will be seeing the final performance of The Secret Life of Bees off-Broadway at the Atlantic Theater Company. I don't think that this is going to be the last time we're going to be seeing this show in New York in the next nine months, just to guess. Hope not. And then we also have a closing of sorts, uh, because I don't really understand how this whole in-residence thing works. I, I don't can never tell what's part of it, what's not. Their website is absolutely god-awful. But on Sunday, the 21st of July... We will see the final performance of Dave Chappelle's turn to take over the Lunt Fontan Theater. Um, I'm interested to see what his ticket sales are like. Obviously, actually, with this blackout, yeah. canceling an entire performance, all of the grosses are going to be cattywampus uh, when we talk about them on tomorrow's episode. So when everybody's in the red, don't freak out. Yes, it's blackout fever. <laughs> blackout, yeah. Blackout, blackout, blackout. blackout. Yeah. Um, got all the In the Heights jokes uh, yep. yesterday. And it didn't help that In the Heights, the film is filming. Is yeah. Filming. Yeah. So all the way uptown, not affected in my neighborhood. No, but Lynn really went for it, though. Yeah, I believe it. But if you remember at that part in the show, they were at a club. So there's no there's no saying that they didn't go to a club in Midtown. See, yeah, see, there you go. All right. So let's finish up the show, Ashley, by taking a trip across the pond as Baz Bombaboy reported on Thursday night in the London Daily Mail that both the Crucible Theater and Sheffield's world premiere of Lolita Chakrabarty's adaptation of The Life of Pi and the Lyric Hammersmith's revival of Noises Off are looking to transfer to the West End. The Life of Pi, directed by Max Webster, is looking to move next year, and Noises Off, directed by Jeremy Heron, is in negotiations to move to the Garrick in late September or early October of this year. Uh, Ashley, have you ever read The Life of Pi or seen the film? I've seen the film. I haven't read it. It's on my very long uh, to-read list. But yeah, I'm. This is this is a production I'm really excited to see. Um, I will see any production ever of Noises Off. It's one yes. of my favorite plays. 
So, you know, I'm I'm rooting for both of those. Absolutely. Yeah. If you've seen or read Life of Pi, you know that it involves animals on a boat. And um, if you've seen some of the pictures of this production, obviously they're not using live animals. Spoiler alert. Um, But some of the puppetry is is fantastic and really, really cool. So I'm all for these kind of inventive shows uh, doing really well in London and perhaps even coming over somewhere to New York. The Life of Pi especially seems very primed for Broadway. Yeah, I love it. It's a great, great film if you haven't seen it. So. Yeah. All right, that's all I've got for today. Thanks for listening to Today on Broadway. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Broadway Radio, and you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at BWW Matt. Ashley, where can people find you? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at No, This is Ashley. All right, thanks for kicking off your week with us. Um, I don't think we have any planned absences this week as of now, Ashley, but I think I- we're safe. I did send you a ticket discount for really yeah. cheap Yankee tickets, so you could be abandoning us at any point. So I might be gone literally every show, but <laughs> if, there's also least, a Yankee game. A home game, yeah. Anyway, have a great Monday, and we'll be back to talk to you tomorrow. Bye now. Piskip, uh, piskip, piskippy. <laughs> piskippy. <And> piskippy. <laughs> <laughs>